Hey, welcome back to Vigilant Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Sebastian, how goes it over there in Canada? It's busy. Obviously, just getting married not that long ago. Hockey season... For most, it's just around the corner, but for us, it's already started. And also, you know, doing my uh, high performance training as a coach. So it's been a it's been a busy little go. But um, you know, like like I said, it's a uh, hockey's back. I can't really be upset about it. And uh, I've got a very supportive wife who understands that the grind goes in, into being hockey. You know, as she played uh, CIS as, as a goalie, uh, so she understands the grind that goes into it. So it, it's been it's been good. It's been kind of finding that uh, hockey life balance, I guess, is what you want to call it here. I was going to say taking on actually taking on going back into hockey after this whole pandemic and getting married on top of it. I, I can imagine that trying to balance that out wasn't necessarily the easiest thing to do. Yeah, no, but like I said, you know, when you have someone who supports you and, and understands the grind that it takes and, you know, for me, obviously I, I just coaching junior B right now, but I do want to get up into the junior A eventually and, you know, putting in that grind, putting in extra time and, you know, just, just being ready for the season. I mean, we just had a free agent camp for the junior A's here, and everything kind of really starts off here in, in just over a little bit over, just under a month, actually. I mean, I know we're talking about me for a second, but I mean, it's a pretty big day for you. Why don't you tell the listeners what just happened today? Just about, uh, for me, just over an hour ago, the Danish government actually approved me to stay in Denmark. There were a lot of delays in the process. My wife got her uh, paid research position over here, and... Her her approval was within weeks of us doing the biometrics appointment in D.C., and mine just wasn't happening. And so after we got here, which they said we could, three months to be here by accompanying her, but I couldn't stay in three months if it wasn't approved. So it was kind of a big risk uprooting everything and coming over here not knowing if I was actually going to be approved to stay. But there was nothing that was going to deny me, but, you know... <laughs> You're going here without an approval, so you still feel that little – that it's still a level of risk right there. But the approval came through today and two weeks to the day after we got here, and really excited about that. Uh, this means we can actually move forward with actually putting our signatures on a contract for a place to live tomorrow. We've already found a place literally in the heart of Copenhagen, and when I mean the heart of Copenhagen, I mean type in Copenhagen on Google, and you will see – token picture of boats and and colorful buildings and we're literally a 30 second walk across i would i would i'm going to slaughter it so i'm not going to name it but basically it's the king's new square in english from where this is going to be so we're really in the heart of of copenhagen so it's going to be an exciting couple years and maybe more depending on how everything goes out so yeah kind of riding that high right now before i cook dinner yeah, and I mean, for me, I mean, it's a win for me, too, because if I ever go to, you know, Denmark, I've got a beautiful place to stay while I'm on vacation. So it's, a, it's a win-win. And that you do. I've had many people <laughs> say, hey, I'm going to come visit you there. I'm like, if everything's lifted, feel free. We're going to have the space. And in the place we've uh, secured, we will have the space. Not exactly the every, – every apartment had its own – pluses and minuses. There was not a perfect apartment we could find. And this one, though, is so unique. It's probably the most unique apartment I've ever seen. But the one thing that was definitely missing was what they would consider a second bedroom. There is a second space. It's a loft space. Easily, 
easily a bedroom, but that's all it would be is a sleeping space. I can't I can't stand in it. I can almost stand in it, but I'm also over six feet tall. So it's it's a fine space to sleep in for guests, but beyond that, it's probably just going to be a storage space for boxes and tools and hockey equipment I'm not using. But uh, yeah, that's the other big things that happened this week was I've been in contact with my Danish hockey team. I've been in contact with an Aussie rules football team, and I've been in contact with a rowing club, a rowing club where it's not just rowing along the coast, but it's, you know, getting together for beers and barbecues weekly. So I'm like, I think I think I'm going to like it here. Beers and barbecues. I don't think uh, I don't think you can go wrong at all. I think it's going to be you know a great time, and, I, and I'm sure everyone listening is going to want some updates. So I think that'll be something that we'll definitely be doing more often, and you know, talking about what quote unquote beer league is like and down there, and you know what what's I wouldn't say like at the social norms, but you know what, what do you do in a social gathering? Like obviously you have a beer and a barbecue and stuff like that, but you know everyone has their own traditions, everyone plays their own different games, everyone does the whatever. So it's kind of cool. Like I mean. Uh, when I was in college, I learned a lot about how, you know, like a rugby team does things after a game, how they have their beers and their chants and their songs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm more than happy to listen to all those stories once you have them. No, it's it's I'm excited to get started here and actually get, you know, shake off this COVID weight because it has not been pleasant to me. We were literally relocated to Utah to get back into shape from D.C. and then COVID dropped on us within days so it's been a rough couple years for me not necessarily gaining muscle but gaining fat and losing muscle so I'm, I'm very excited to get back i've already found my gym here as well so i'm i'm ready to get back into it uh, kick my body back into shape change up the diet a bit and i get back into what i'm used to prior to really 2019 happening uh, into 2020 so yeah exciting stuff Really exciting stuff. And I mean, I've had the opportunity to play in multiple places at this point in U.S. and Canada and England. And I mean, a tournament in Germany. I really didn't play in Germany. I was playing on a British team uh, over there. But, you know, each each city, each country, each league has its own vibe. And I think Canada and the States, the teams I played in pretty much had pretty equivalent vibes. The cooler thing about playing in Canada is I was playing with guys who were in the NHL. At different points, either like actively in the NHL, they would just come back and play in their buddies' leagues, and I just was the rental goalie. DC and other places I played in the US, you know, I never really got to lock myself down to a team as in Canada, but in England, I was on a British team, and yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was late, late night practices. We were a travel team. We went all over Scotland and Wales and the United Kingdom and played uh, these games, but I would say it was. You know, it's that typical, I guess, team mentality. You get together for some of these games and these tournaments, and you go out at night, you drink some beers, you prep for the games the next day, see who went overboard, you know, and you can tell on the ice because each team's doing it. So you're just hoping the team playing right out the gate that day is a little worse worse for the wear than you are. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what that's like here in Denmark. And the team I'm joining is actually the oldest ice hockey team in Denmark. So really, really cool to be part of that history. And they go from youth all the way up to senior. And they have a, a competitive team. They have all the youth teams and youth leagues for boys and girls. And then I'm going to be in the, you know, too old to play competitive <laughs> team. Uh, so 
but yeah, they were very forthright and let me know that, yep, we'll uh, help you get your, your, your body back into the game, get those uh, joints lubricated again and uh, shake off that rust and get you back into that. And I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted to hear because it's been some years since I've been able to hit the ice after my surgery and then COVID. So very excited to get back on the ice here and play with my new Danish team. But yeah, and I can't wait to tell you all the stories about it. And that's kind of where we need to go next is uh, we have had a lot of questions. You and I have talked about it a lot about where we might actually go next with the podcast. Yeah. And I mean, obviously everyone who's been listening and even if you just tuned into this episode and you're a new listener, you kind of can get the trend where, you know, Chris never unpacks his boxes and just keeps moving apparently. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here in Canada. So obviously time zones like right now, um, you know, we were just discussing before we even came on to this podcast, we we're just discussing about, how I'm, you know, doing this on my lunch break and he's about to cook dinner. So obviously, you know, we used to record, like even for us, I think it was what, you, sometimes we even go up to as late as like nine o'clock at night, depending on, you know, how busy our days were. And we, you know, we yep. crush out a podcast and obviously now nine o'clock at night for me, uh, you're, you know, should be sleeping or yep. and almost literally almost waking up at that point sometimes. So it's just kind of, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And, and, I don't think that this is a bad thing. I think this is actually a good thing for the podcast because, you know, you're somewhere new. You're somewhere you've never been. You're somewhere where a lot of us have never been. And even for some people who may have visited Denmark before, they've never signed up for hockey. They've never signed up to play Aussie Rules football. They've never done any of these things, and they've never probably ever been able to actually spend an entire season watching a team. So I think this is a good thing for the podcast. I'm excited to learn about how, you know, the Danes do their hockey. And I, I don't know, for, for me, for me, I think, again, I think this is super exciting um, and, and I think this is a good time for, to let the listeners kind of know what to expect and, and to know that we're not going anywhere. Yeah, and we did have a podcast similar to this one, but not really, a couple months ago talking about, I mean, my wife and I have been in the transition now of leaving Utah and heading to Denmark since April. We listed the house in March. We sold in April. We had to move out in April. And we've literally been, we're on technically move 44 uh, move 45 will be into our apartment hopefully on Friday. But 44 moves since April 30th uh, between hotels, sleeping in our van out in the desert, staying with friends, staying with family, quarantining in a yeah, – anyone remembers the quarantine episodes? <laughs> Two weeks of quarantine in Canada in a, in a camper out in uh, my in-law's backyard. Uh, it has been a crazy and insane several months and – it's the end of August, and we are now just settling into our lives in Copenhagen and figuring out what that means and how to get our residency cards and set up our phones and how do we get internet and all the things you have to figure out when you move to a new location. And we're doing that in a new city, in a new country where English isn't the dominant language. And the, most people do speak English, thankfully. We are learning Danish, and that is I'm over a week into it now, and I am still too afraid to even practice with any Danish people. <laughs> so, But I will be developing that over the next several years as well, which you think will help within my Danish leagues. And if we ever go off and do stuff, I think it's only appropriate to try to learn the language of the country you're living in. If you're visiting, whatever, do your best. But if you're going to live in a country where there's a, another language than otherwise what you would speak, I think it's appropriate to at least make an attempt to learn it, and that's what I'm doing right now. And I've, I think I've made some pretty good progress in the last week, uh, but I know more now than I did a week ago.
ego. Let's just put it like that. But uh, I, I'm definitely, I can tell, I can say hi to people and really, really basic stuff. But in terms of pronunciation, oof, I have to listen to certain words and certain phrases like 30 times over and go, wow, do I say that word? You know, I'm excited though, bringing all that up is because I'm not going to try to pronounce my Danish teams right now that the team I plan to follow the team, the team I plan to play on. That's easy. It's pretty straightforward but uh, the danish uh, metaliga team that i plan to follow because it's going to be the closest to where i'm at which is the mighty bowls i won't attempt to name the city yet it's probably not that hard they've got some pretty awesome opportunities to volunteer with the team to you know be the ticket people or the vip section helpers or security whatever they need help on it if anyone's traveled the world and you got to compete in some of these leagues or you gotten to be fans of some of these teams all these teams have booster clubs of some level and so this is basically just one of these other booster clubs that helps promote the team sell the gear all that fun stuff and then you're part of the volunteer group and they throw little events for the volunteer people you get to maybe go off with the team and do some stuff once a year it becomes a whole community as as a as a basically a volunteer uh, for one of these teams and so that's what i plan to do hopefully with the mighty bulls moving forward is uh try to get out there and become part of the volunteer group there and hopefully get in some help with uh you know volunteer coaching as a goalie coach out here with my local team and hopefully find some environmental organizations i can volunteer with as well but yeah i'm excited to get into the danish hockey community here and be able to talk intelligently hopefully soon about what it's what it actually is and what the culture is and all of you listeners you're going to be able to walk along with me on this adventure and hear what it's like and any of you listeners that are danish or are familiar with the metaliga or or the danish hockey community definitely feel free to reach out i'm already being put into contact with a canadian expat hockey group through the hotel i'm staying in because i wore my Pigeon Hockey podcast t-shirt upstairs to ask a question one night when I was very tired. And the very nice South African gentleman behind the desk is like, oh, are you into hockey? I'm like, yep, that's, uh, this is my podcast. He's like, oh, you need to meet. I won't say the guy's name on his podcast. He's probably going to listen. But he's like, oh, you need to meet this guy. He works here, you know, huge hockey community out here. They were up here watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. And he didn't say hockey playoffs. He said the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I was like, okay, they know what they're talking about over here. So... And then, of course, everyone else in the staff was like, oh, yeah, this guy's hockey crazy. I'm like, OK, that's that's my type of guy. I can't wait to meet him. But when I do get my gear over here, my hockey team's already said they can put up my goalie gear at the arena, which is just open this Saturday, by the way. Another cool little tip that I can stick out there for the listeners is they just opened up a brand new arena for the team I'm going to be playing with on Saturday, 14 August. And it's a really cool arena, really nice. It's right on the water. And I don't have to carry my gear up uh, five flights of stairs when I get home. So that's a big win. It's always it's always a win when you don't have to uh, carry the wet, stinky, heavy equipment home. Oh, I'm telling you, I was worried about that. I actually had seriously discussed with my wife. I'm like, honestly, with the place we picked, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play hockey here because there's no way I'm going to be able to haul all that goalie gear up five flights of stairs back and forth multiple times a week and then onto the metro. And then it's a 10 minute walk from the metro to the to the arena. So I'm like, mm, this that's going to be real rough, not necessarily to start with. But after you've been on the ice that long and now you have to haul that gear, I'm like, no, no, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Plus, stinky smelly goalie gear in a thousand square foot apartment it's not gonna work man <laughs> you know? so there were there were there were legitimate concerns but fortunately it's another thing my teammate was able to say like no we'll take care of your gear to be locked up here with the team stuff and i'm like oh sweet that's 
the best news possible I could receive. So I'm really excited with with what I've learned here so far. So as you and I have discussed, what does that mean for the podcast? I'm in Copenhagen now. You're in Ottawa. Our other co-host is in San Francisco. So if you're realizing, listeners, the time differences between these locations, I am six hours ahead of Ottawa, and Ottawa is three hours ahead of San Francisco. So right now it is almost 7 o'clock in the evening here in Copenhagen, which means it's almost 1 o'clock in Ottawa, and it's only 10 in the morning in San Francisco. So we're going to run into a few logistical issues in terms of recording, but we've all talked about it, and we're all flexible, and we're still excited to get hockey news out to all of you and still cover the teams we've been covering this entire time, including the Ogden Mustangs and uh, several other of the newer teams uh, that – not newer teams, but some several of the other teams that we've talked with since the podcast has started, including the Rum River Mallards, the Northeast Generals, the Northern Colorado Eagles, and your Carlton Place Canadians and the Empire Packers, uh, all teams that we're going to kind of follow over the season and discuss – we're still going to be able to bring all of that hockey news from North America to North American and worldwide listeners. But yeah, there'll be a new element of I'm on a time zone where the KHL, the SHL, the Meta Liga, the CHL, the EIHL, all these leagues I love are going to be on my watching time. So probably a few more updates from uh, some European and Russian leagues over here. Really excited to bring all that stuff to you listeners. As long as there's a stream I can watch these games on, I'm going to be able to talk a lot more European hockey on here, as well as our typical NHL discussion and a lot of our junior North American talk. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting time. Um, Like you said, there's so many more leagues now that we're able to cover. And I mean, there might be some that were like, Chris is going to be like, hey, I got to watch this, you know, semi-pro league that we've never heard about. And he's going to talk about that. And I think that's going to be kind of, a cool aspect. I mean, I think what we try to do is obviously put a spotlight on a lot of different leagues, a lot of especially junior leagues guys are trying to, you know, make that push through. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we do cover the NHL when, you know, big things happen. Um, at the same time, we don't want to talk about the NHL every day. I mean, it's not hard to turn on SportsCenter and watch the NHL highlights or whatever, but you can't always fit, you know, you can't always learn about, you know, the guys coming up through the juniors and Obviously, that's what this podcast has really kind of been pushing towards um, more lately. And it's, it's more about kind of teaching each other about different leagues and, te- you know, maybe hopefully opening up the world of hockey to everyone who's listening, different leagues, you know, different teams they may want to watch. Just kind of everything, you know, that has to do with hockey that is in the NHL. That's what we're trying to cover right now. You know, men's, women's, doesn't matter what it is. We just love hockey and we want to kind of expand what hockey means instead of when someone thinks hockey they think nhl we want to look beyond that and i think that's kind of this move here kind of lets us do that it does and that's one thing we've talked about deeply is we we're we're fans in the national hockey league but that is a saturated market and in terms of covering big events like you said we're going to cover big events in the national hockey league we're probably going to do a preseason preview predictions we're going to do a trade deadline a free agent frenzy type episodes if there's another expansion team ever at some point in the future in years to come we might cover that not might we will cover that but day-to-day hockey nhl talk we won't be really doing that we will we really do want to focus on the junior leagues and these leagues a lot of you listeners want to know more about but either don't have the time or really 
don't care to do the research and just want to learn more about it over a 20-minute podcast. That's where you're going to get it from us. You're going to get it from us on on leagues like the USPHL and the EOJHL and the CCHL and the USHL. These are all real leagues, and they're all really exciting leagues. And one of the future podcasts, we're actually going to be talking about the Western States Hockey League, the WSHL. It's actually the league's almost 30 years old. COVID tried to give it a big old wallop and take it out, but it's held on strong and it's coming back with new teams and a new look. And it's going to be really interesting to see where this WSHL goes from here. And we're going to be talking about them soon. And we're going to be talking about the the women's worlds coming up here, which again, another thing COVID tried to just smack down and take out, but here they are. They're going to be competing in Calgary on the, uh, this upcoming weekend. So really, really exciting stuff we want to cover. We we want to focus on being the hockey source for, like like Sebastian said, other hockey news. Yeah, and I think that's that's a perfect way to kind of describe where this this podcast is going. And it's it's the other hockey. Um, it's not the NHL. I mean, obviously, like we said, we are going to cover the NHL. If that's what you're here for, um, we're still going to do the everything we've done in the past. No, we're not going to do game by game highlights. You know, if there's a big moment in a, in a game or, you know, a rookie lighting it up, we're obviously going to talk about that kind of stuff. But for us, it's kind of putting a, a spotlight on other leagues around the world, um, especially now. I, you can really underline under the, around the world now that Chris is in Denmark and it's going to be kind of exposed to more things that maybe we can't. And again, this is where when we say being exposed, we try to do our research. You know, we try to figure out where, where these leagues are, what these teams are. You know who are the players to watch, but at the same time, like our listeners, that's that's where you come in and you know send us messages on on Twitter and, and let us know like is there a team your local team is there a team that you know you know of that someone went out to play for at one point you know is are they in Italy are they in anywhere in around the world like you name a country where there's hockey if that's a team you want us to talk about let us know we will do our research and we will talk about it and if we need to get some more information and you know you know a lot about them heck you might even getting on this podcast and talking to us about it yeah we love learning about all these new leagues these new teams that were you know maybe not even new but new to us all over the world my wife always jokes that she says i know so many pl- random places in the world because they have a hockey team uh, one of our favorite youtubers is in uh, russia uh, i can't pronounce the city but it's where the tractor play and when he was talking about he's doing a little tour of a city, I'm like, oh, the tractor. And she's like, what? I'm like, best jersey in the KHL. I mean, super sick jersey. She's like, why do you know every random place by their hockey team? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> she's like, because uh, I mean, it, it's it's just what I love to know and what I love to think about. And I just, I love these leagues all over the world. I mean, there's some really really cool leagues out there that if unless you happen to be in the city you wouldn't know about it and there's there's leagues like the junior women's hockey league i know them from being in washington dc and they have the washington pride there and a lot of people wouldn't even know that league exists very cool league very competitive league would love to talk about them you have the eihl in england the elite ice hockey league fantastic league the shl here in sweden has a sdhl the women's league right here like the khl has the jenshinai hakenai liga the women's league there. So there's a lot of women's leagues that don't get a lot of coverage and we'd love to talk about them, but college hockey, I mean, the champions hockey league over here in Europe, if it's the BCHL, if you're, if you're familiar with the, the British Columbia hockey league, let us know if you're familiar with the league over there. I think Victoria Island has its own hockey league, the Victoria Island hockey league, the Alberta hockey league, you know, the Western States hockey league. We're going to, we want to talk about these leagues. We want to understand them better. We'd love to talk to people about 
their experiences in this leagues or them coaching in these leagues. And that's where this, that's where this podcast, I think for me and you, this is what we love talking about. We love talking about the up and, and these leagues and the level of competition and passion in these leagues is what really drives me and you to watch hockey. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think, you know, we've done, you know, I would say at least we've done a good job kind of, like you said, getting those people, you know, the coaches, the players, you know, the, the announcers, we'd love to hear from you. So, you know, we're here to talk about everything that is hockey and put a spotlight on absolutely everybody that's part of that team. It's all one big family and we love to talk about it. Yep. So if you know, if you, if you're playing in one of these leagues or you're coaching in one of these leagues or you're connected to one of these teams in these leagues, feel free to reach out. We can discuss your participation in a podcast. We do the Sunday series. I like to kind of peg them on, on Twitter as a Sunday morning coffee series where we just sit there and we talk with you regarding whatever team that is and whatever your role in that team is and educate our listeners a little bit more about that team and about you as a, as a hockey representative. And that's what we love. And uh, that's what this thing's developed into. That's what this podcast uh, 10 months in because it's about the 10-month anniversary of this podcast. What it's developed into is uh, just our passion for all the leagues that feed into the pro leagues and into college hockey and and into just basically young men, young women developing out there into the world, even if they don't go on to pro hockey. So that's what we love talking about. And that's that's where we're moving forward to. So so, yeah, we do want to appreciate all of you listeners that have stuck around this far and for telling people about us and reaching out and communicating with us. It has been a blast so far and we're going to keep continuing. But until then, this is Chris and Sebastian of Pigeon Hockey. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time.